welcome to The Nerd Degree. I am your host, Brendan Bennett. Tonight, two teams of nerds will go head-to-head over a series of rounds to try and prove who are the nerdiest wits and the wittiest nerds. For this episode, our focus is 2017 in review. Now, as we flee this 365-day-long Gamora, we will <laughs> ignore all warnings and take a moment to, like Lot's wife, turn back and immediately turn ourselves into a pillar of saltiness. <laughs> Biblical. I w- yeah, I wasn't sure if the biblical material would read. It's, it's landing. It's landing. But um, yeah, we got some Genesis fans. <laughs> uh, so it was a year that gave us a royal engagement, a total eclipse of our hearts, uh, an almost war with North Korea. But fortunately, it was all solved when Kendall Jenner handed us a cold can of Pepsi. Uh, it's 2017, a year where we all feared the end of the world, but were stoked when Ragnarok arrived. <laughs> Now, uh, I am lucky enough to be joined by our moderator for this evening, Dr. Aaron Harrington. Erin, uh, you'll be assisting us by keeping track of the scores and generally keeping things under control. Yes, I'm going to be calm, fair, patient and restrained. And sometimes I'm going to give no points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think it's time for us to meet our teams Teams, if you could introduce yourselves, and uh, I would like to know your nerd year resolution. So, uh, something nerdy that you've resolved for 2018. So, uh, let's start over here. Hey everyone, I'm Sinjuri. I'm a um, self-confessed AFOL. That's an adult fan of Lego. Um, <laughs> I didn't know there was an. You didn't know that. I didn't know there was an acronym. Oh, there for is. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. Okay, it's not well, a flattery. I've, not used, I've obviously not used that one before in my intro, so there you go. Um, and uh, what my, my New Year's uh, nerd resolution would be probably to go outside more. Um, I think there's cool things to do outside that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've spent way too much time in my studio lately, so yeah, let's go outside. All right, thank you, Sam. Yeah, hello, uh, I'm Javier Hakeen. I am a fellow Asian. Um, uh, my nerd year resolution is to finally end my Facebook thread on The Last Jedi. <laughs> I feel that 180 comments and counting is just too much, really. Um, and everyone who liked it is slightly wrong. <laughs> Oh, you got Please. another comment coming tonight. Oh. This resolution's really hard. <laughs> um, all right, so together you have formed a team. Uh, yeah, we are called the Prawn Crackers. We are. Well, if you laughed at that, it's, it's racist. Um, we are. We're both. We're both Chinese, uh, and just saying that we find this whole. Given that Chinese New Year has not actually rolled around, this whole 2017 concept is offensive to us. <laughs> all right, thank you, Prawn Crackers. I think. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to our other team. Uh, my name is Matt Powell. I'm an improviser and software developer uh, from Wellington. And my nerd year's resolution is to finally disable my cursor keys in Vim. Um, <laughs> Vim is a text editor of very nerdy people, and it's possible to not use your cursor keys, and it actually makes you more productive. And I've been shying away from it because it's hard. Uh, so <laughs> this year will be the year that I do it. And I'm Putting it on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. We've all done it. Yeah. <laughs> just, what, are you still <laughs> using the curses? <laughs> <laughs> He's lagging behind. Uh, thank you, man. 
Thanks, Matt. Uh, and I am Gina Sullivan, and I am an improviser from Wellington. And my nerd year resolution is to finally, finally learn how to do cryptic crosswords. Oh. Because, oh my God, they made me so angry. <laughs> but I know there's a trick to them. But the thing is, there's like a million tricks, and there's no list anywhere to just memorize. And I'm very angry. I'm still, I don't know if I can do this. I'm still angry. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try. So, no, gonna try. Okay. Something gonna to try. work on. Thank you. Uh, yes. And together you are. New Year. Who does? <laughs> New Year, who does? Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you. Uh, well, it's time for us to get into our competition. To decide who starts, uh, you need to roll for initiative. Two. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Right. Unlucky for some. Yeah. Prawn Crackers, you are going to start. Our first round is the nerd quotient round, where I will be asking you um, various <laughs> questions on the topic of 2017. So let's get straight into it. Uh, the first question. How were quasis complicit in a youth quake? Minecraft. Um, <laughs> quasi's complicit in. Yeah, how were quasi's complicit uh, in the earthquake? Something to do. Is it the way porgs are complicit <laughs> in, in, in a war's quake? Yeah. Um, porgs. Por- Interesting. No. Oh, no. no. Okay. Quasi's. That's not even a real word, mate. That's that's made up. Yeah. So I hear. Uh, let's throw it over to. I I know something about quasi, which is that it is in fact a word that some Australians are using to describe Kiwi Aussies. It's terrible. It's a terrible word. And why was, why was that word quasi so important in 2017? Not, yes, because okay, good. all of the New Zealanders living in Australia, um, the National Party is saying that they swung the vote in favour of Labour Greens and uh, the youth quake resulted... <laughs> The resulting youth quake get, uh, was the result of... No, the I think it's to do with porks, really. <laughs> <laughs> so quasis is important in Australia because you can't be in Parliament and have dual citizenship. Oh! And a whole bunch of politicians discovered right. that they were secretly New Zealanders yeah. and had to resign. We, we stuffed up their government. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and as a result, quasi uh, was declared the Australian Word of the Year by the <laughs> Australian National Dic- Dictionary Centre. I remember that coming up because um, it came up and then there were all these Kiwis that like, we've never actually heard of that, so how can it be the Word of the Year? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think someone made it up just at the last yeah, minute. Yeah, exactly. I'm amazed that there was an Australian Dictionary Centre. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of guys in a room just going, straight, yeah, new words. <laughs> I, so I have a list of uh, words of the year from different parts of the world. Can, you, can, you, can anyone take a stab at any? Uh, uh, yes, the uh, 2017 Merriam-Webster word of the year was feminism. Correct. Uh, yes. Googled by a lot of American men who apparently didn't understand what it meant. Who <laughs> no. wanted true. to get into an argument with someone. <laughs> so there were two, two more in the question. Uh, fake news? Oh, youth, yeah. youthquake? Uh, so, so first of all, fake news was the Collins word of the year, yes. And youthquake or was... Or was it? <laughs> so the uh, according to Global Language Monitor, the word that was used more frequently in 2017 than in previous years was the word truth. 
so that certainly raises some questions there. Uh, so youthquake is the Oxford Dictionary Word of the Year, uh, referring to young voters coming out to support Jeremy Corbyn. And uh, also the word complicit. is <laughs> oh. was the uh, dictionary.com word of the year, um, possibly because it was constantly misused by Ivanka Trump. Uh, or was it? <laughs> uh, the public address website uh, voted on the New Zealand word of the year. Anyone know what it was? Kiruru. <laughs> Jacinda Mania. Jacinda Mania is correct. Oh. Yeah. Kia ora to that. Kia ora to that. Uh, R.I.P. Paddles. The yeah. Japanese word of the year is sontaku, uh, which Ooh. refers to people who perform pre- preemptive acts of, to ingratiate themselves to their superiors. So kiss asses. Yes. Yeah. Preemptive kiss asses. Okay, uh, so that is the uh, the word of the year, which wasn't Porg, maybe 2018. Can I can I just say that I've docked some points from Harv because he was very rude about the Australian National Dictionary Centre. Um, they they conduct research into Australian English for the Oxford University Press. Well, I'm really sorry. <laughs> so it's not just a group of Australians in a room going struth. It's a group of Brits in another room going. Oh, oh, very good. <laughs> Harv, you don't need to be a Sontaku if you apologise after. <laughs> uh, okay, next question. Uh, this will go to New Team Hooters first. All right, we've got okay. this. Why was Peppa Pig banned in Australia this year? Oh, oh, I know this. I know this one. So, okay. Was so, it because there was a... I saw a bootleg figure of Peppa Pig. <laughs> a, a bootleg Lego figure of Peppa Pig on uh, Facebook, in a Facebook ad, holding a gun. Okay. No, that's wrong. It's We're going to go to the other team. Come on, Crackers, do you have an, an answer? Why no, Peppa Pig was... Here. Come on. I have, I've seen a lot of YouTube videos of Peppa Pig <laughs> overdone. Have you? No, no, no. I'm, again, I'm trying to work out exactly how this came about. Maybe I was drunk. But, um, you get yeah, drunk and watch Peppa Pig videos. Of, yeah, <laughs> overdubbed with, um, I think it's a Scottish accent, and there's very lot of, lot, quite a lot of swearing and stuff, but um, I'm not sure if that no, relates. No, no, but that, that was a very early episode where people complained that one of the characters was swearing, because oh, okay. actually he was speaking in a very strong Scottish <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's how that came about. So, right. so that is true, yeah. so you get a point for that. Okay, yeah. Jen, 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 you've got the answer. So, uh, the reason that Peppa Pig is not, well, this particular... Particular, I don't know if it's the whole show. Of the it's just episode, one episode. Because it's an episode that was teaching children that spiders were harmless. <laughs> <laughs> and Australia went, no, no, uh, that is incredibly dangerous. Please do not air that on our TV. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what it was. Yep, in the episode, Mr. Skinny Legs, <laughs> Daddy Pig tells a frightened Pepper that spiders are very, very small and can't hurt you. <laughs> Lies. Um, yeah. The Could they not then... just amend the episode and go like they're harmless, except in Australia where they fucking kill you? <laughs> <laughs> just dub it over with a Scottish accent. Uh, the children are then depicted picking the spider up and tucking it into bed. Oh. Oh. There is a there is a children's book. I do not know what it's called, but it's an Australian children's book that's literally just like here are all the animals that will hurt you. Um, and I feel like it's you know trying to serve that purpose, but the other way around, going, hey kids, don't touch anything. It will kill you. It's Fair really enough. Good. Yeah. Especially if you tuck it into bed. Yeah. <laughs> That's when they're most dangerous. 
Oh yeah, you sleep with your mouth open. I'm, yeah. I was I was wondering, Brendan, if any of the teams know why uh, Peppa Pig has gotten in trouble with the British Medical Journal. Um, the British Medical Journal. Yeah. Uh, because Peppa Pig, uh, she's she doesn't give a shit about health and safety. <laughs> be true, but she um, has also set unrealistic expectations about the role of doctors. Because <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, there was an episode about doctors. <laughs> yeah, there's a Dr. Bear, right. and um, Dr. Bear is too attentive. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and also she's been fat shaming. I mean, her best friend's called Mr. Skinny Legs. <laughs> but yeah, so the, um, the British Medical Journal uh, have complained that children and parents now have unrealistic expectations of what will happen when they go to the doctor. So what, that their doctor will be a bear? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I've right. just got a human. <laughs> oh, <bullshit. laughs> All right, uh, next... No, no, we- let her finish. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, from experience. <laughs> uh, uh, now, next question for Prawn Crackers. How did Carter Wilkerson win Twitter in 2017? So, uh, you uninstalled it? Uh, I don't even know who that is, mate. Carter Wilkinson. It's the name of the person. Yeah. Carter Wilkinson. Carter Wilkinson sounds like a very upstanding citizen that would have uh, tweeted something very, um, uh, you know, he tweeted good things. Yeah, something he tweeted something very profound. That's right. He was that turned out to be the most retweeted tweet in history. Three point six million retweets. Uh, how many retweets for a year's supply of free nuggets? Hashtag nugs for Carter. <laughs> that's that's right. Carter got a year's supply of chicken nuggets. Um, Eighteen from, million from retweets. Wendy's. Um, Eighteen. Well, they this said they Wendy, Wendy's said eighteen million, but okay. um, they seem to have settled for three point six million. Three point six, which million. is the most ever. Uh, so. <laughs> I have a list here of the most tweeted about topics. Uh, so the most tweeted about event, music group, uh, sports team, TV show, movie. Can anyone tell me uh, oh, any geez. ideas what those are? Kofifi. It wasn't any of those things that they list. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, it, it was an event. It, it was, it was not event. the most tweeted about event, no. Okay. Most tweeted, okay. I just realised we have a bell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's trouble. <laughs> um, was Taylor Swift possibly the most retweeted? Tweeted about? Someone? No, uh, no. Uh, uh, oh, Beyonce? No, no. She the most tweeted about uh, celebrity was the K-pop group BTS. Oh, oh. good stuff. Good. Yep. Good. Uh, Going to Google them later. Uh, <laughs> was um, the most tweeted song Despacito? Well, it was certainly the most watched on YouTube. Yeah. Something like 400 billion? Um, most tweeted about event was the Miss Universe 2017 pageant. Really? Oh. Okay. Uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Possibly complaining about it, I don't know. Game of Thrones finale? Game of Thrones was the most tweeted about TV show in the right. US. Uh, Stranger Things was the most tweeted about streaming show. Uh, the most tweeted about movie was. It. Oh. It. Nope. Justice League. Nope. Fast and Furious 8. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is correct. Yes! Asian power. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's talk about some of the biggest discoveries of 2017. Okay. What was the biggest discovery of 2017? When two yeah. neutron I mean, stars collide, it produces gold. 
Yeah, I believe you're right, and I, I have to give you points for that because that is really big. <laughs> Probably bigger than what I have here. Porgs. Porgs. Porgs are small. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, oh yes. Uh, it was uh, when Pennywise and the Babadook came out of the closet. <laughs> we revealed to be in a gay relationship. I thought we, I, just on behalf of the queer community, I thought we were cool with Babadook, but not cool with Pennywise. This was not the biggest discovery <laughs> of 2017. It was the made, Babadook. Made self-discovery. It was that New Zealand, uh, if you drill down, it's actually part of a, a, a it's, it's actually a massive continent. Yeah, I, I have to give you points for that. Yes, uh, the lost land of Zealandia. Yeah. Uh, it turns out there is another continent uh, just off the coast of New Zealand. Uh, it's 4.9 million square kilometres, uh, but it's 95% underwater. That's right. Open your eyes, people. It's there. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> uh, okay, where was a new Chamber of Secrets discovered? Ooh, oh, uh, Harry Potter 7. <laughs> It's Harry Potter 2, Harv. <laughs> you know I've never two. read Harry Potter, and I'm trying to reach out to you guys. <laughs> Aaron, take some points off for that. <laughs> chamber of Secrets. A mysterious chamber was discovered uh, in a place where no discovery had been made since the 19th century. Oh, um, uh, is it in one of the great pyramids? That is correct. Oh, shit! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, researchers found a 100-foot-long cavern uh, inside the Great Pyramid of Giza. Good Uh, shit. No one knows what it's for. How do they know it was a chamber of secrets? Well, because no one knows what's in it, so that's... The it's a basilisk. Did you know? It's a basilisk. You haven't read it though, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think that brings us to the end of the new round. Uh, round of applause for both of our teams. Erin, <laughs> um, I, I feel like they did quite well. What, what they, are the scores looking like? They did. Uh, prawn crackers played the race card both in their favour and then against it. <laughs> And they've got nine points. And is it New Year Who Dis or New Team Who Dis? New Year Who Dis. New Year Who Dis. Um, we're unable to identify an Australian constitutional crisis, but nonetheless have 12 points. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay, it's very close. Let's move into the... <laughs> Homework round. Okay. So I've assigned all of the nerds a bit of homework because... We love homework. Nerds. Um, So I have asked you to reveal a secret conspiracy behind some of the major events in 2017. Uh, So here's how we'll do it. Uh, We'll hear one conspiracy from each team. Erin will decide which was more convincing. uh, And then we'll come back to the other two later on. So let's see. I think... Let's start with uh, Sen, and then we'll hear from Matt for your conspiracies. So, Sen, what's your conspiracy? I'm not sure if the world's ready for this, but um, I uncovered something quite interesting. (laughs) And um, it relates to um, Disney's acquisition of 20th Century Fox in December. So, um, (laughs) what we don't realise, it wasn't just a huge corporate merger, um, but it was also a way of... Disney to stem the awareness of climate change um, by, uh, not you know, from, from here on and we won't see movies such as The Day After Tomorrow, um, which are, you know, quite important in making us aware. Important texts like, yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the study um, of climate change. So yeah. 
Yeah, generally climate change is caused and accelerated by the growth of the Disney empire. If you, if you compare the graph over the last year <laughs> of the um, rising temperature, exponential, same as the wealth of the Disney empire, isn't it? Um, and it goes back to 1937 where um, Disney released their first um, feature film. Uh, it, was a, it was in 1938, an engineer by the name of Guy Callender, um, he was a meteorologist, and um, he published a paper about the artificial production of carbon dioxide and its influence on temperature. So there you go, correlations. <laughs> um, is it also a coincidence that, okay, there's two um, very important agreements on climate change, the Kyoto Protocol, right, and the Paris Agreement. The first two Disneyland parks. <laughs> Tokyo. <laughs> and Paris and France. So, there we go. And... The Paris Climate Accord was uh, signed in 2015, the same year Disney acquired Lucasfilm. So that was in order to cover up and draw attention to something else other than the Paris Agreement. Shut the front door. <laughs> so, pretty convincing, case. yeah. See, nice I, I don't think this goes far enough. <laughs> oh, that's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> no, the melting intended. iceberg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, the logical conclusion is that this is Walt Disney's severed head trying to free itself from the cryogenic suspension that it's currently trapped Could well in. Be. Uh, all right, uh, don't let's... give it, don't give him points for Brendan's crazy. <laughs> it's all mine. Uh, all right, Matt. 2017 was undoubtedly the year of the fidget spinner. They were everywhere, from primary school classrooms to executive boardrooms. And, of course, you couldn't move in shopping malls or at conventions like Armageddon without seeing a bright youth in a polo shirt standing behind a table full of whirring, spinning plastic gadgets. One estimate puts the number of fidget spinners sold in 2017 at over 15 million units. But why fidget spinners? Unless you're one of the roughly 5% of the population with ADHD or an autism spectrum disorder, fidget spinners aren't very exciting or useful, but somehow it became essential to have them. I mean, you can do cool tricks with them, Search YouTube and you can find a way to magnetise a pair of fidget spinners and get them spinning in sympathy on opposite sides of a hard surface, but their basic appeal is pretty limited. So surely simple economics tells us this shouldn't work. There are easier ways to make money than hocking kinetic plastic gugors with no discernible purpose. Is it possible that this very specific niche demand was manufactured with an ulterior motive? Something else happened during 2017. On the 1st of January, the price of a single Bitcoin was still below the $1,000 mark. <laughs> On the 11th of December, it peaked at $17,549.67. But as well as being expensive in currency terms, Bitcoin is also computationally expensive to produce, and that computation uses power. A lot of power. The global Bitcoin mining industry now uses more power than the nation of Denmark, and most of that power comes from fossil fuels. A sad irony given that one of Bitcoin's stated goals was to reduce the carbon footprint of producing currency. But what if... You could produce that energy another way. What if you could create infinite global demand for a product whose major innovations are essentially a quest for the most nearly frictionless turbine bearing? What if that global demand excuses the ubiquitous presence of tables full of brightly spinning plastic flywheels? What if every black tablecloth at Armageddon or Comic-Con hides a massive water-cooled Bitcoin mining rig driven by turbines running in magnetic sympathy with the fidget spinners on the table's surface? Turbines powered by free energy from curiously obsessed children whose precious minds have been warped by the belief that it is the purest and highest goal of our species to give a shiny plastic Triskelion a really hard flick so it spins for flippin' ages? What if the 
real substances fueling the Bitcoin industry are not oil and coal, but bulk bin sour cola bottles and red dye number five. The truth is out there. So I think you're no degree of proof that correlation is causation. That's, that's um, true. And in fact, I, I even wrote that down, that, um, that I actually think that, that Matt's supposition is almost far too reasonable in terms of its <laughs> link of cause and effect. Whereas on the other hand, Sen sounds like the sort of guy who just sidles up to you at a pub and taps you on the shoulder and goes, do you want to know what I know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm going to give... I'm going to give Matt three points and Sen four. All right, here's a chance to rack up some more points. We're going to go with the quotes round. I'm going to read out some quotes from movies released in 2017. If you can identify what movie the quote is from, you will get a point. Okay, you ready? All right, uh, so let's just start with It's All Machine, Partner. Live free, don't join. Um, uh, Bl- Bl- Blade Runner? Nope. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, I'll give you oh. another... Alec Baldwin's Baby Boss. <laughs> <laughs> more quote? More, more uh, here's another quote from the same movie. Okay. I know what you're going to say. I changed my hair. Oh, shit. Alec Baldwin's Baby Boss. <laughs> oh. Uh, Logan. Mm-mm. No. No. This is driving the audience. Oh. Atlantic Rim. What's that? Atlantic Rim. No, uh, 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 b- b- Valerian? <laughs> <laughs> I really thought this was going to be easier. It! <laughs> the first quote is from a character named DJ. Uh, uh, full House? <laughs> Street Fighter 2 Turbo Edition. <laughs> it's understandable that you wouldn't get this half, but okay. it's from The Last Jedi. It's DJ. The... Oh! Oh, Benicio del Toro's pointless character. <laughs> he was not pointless. Don't make me. It just shows that you weren't paying attention, half. Oh no 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 no! I'm a really really good character in this fucking film. Are you making fun of people with stutters? No, I'm making fun of Benicio del Toro's acting. Okay. Next, Benicio del Toro kind of sounded like he was making fun of people with stutters. Okay. Next quote. Okay. Oh my god, I'm disappointed in all of us. Yeah. I'm disappointed Ronnie, in the last year. I need your help. Because as much as I know about laptops, I don't know shit about computers. Ronnie. Logan Lucky. Nope, nope. Ronnie, Ronnie. This is a quote from the character Matt Brody. Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. This is uh, like... one of Rotten Tomatoes' worst films of the year. Uh, Baywatch. Baywatch is correct. Oh. <laughs> All right. Next, that next was quote. so bad. <laughs> next quote. Well, I tried to start a revolution, but oh. didn't print enough pamphlets. Thor, Thor, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Correct. Sorry, so no one that. turned up except my mum and her boyfriend, who I hate. <laughs> Correct. Have you guys seen it? <laughs> All right, uh, next quote. Bad shit happens to people I care about. Atomic Blonde. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay, here's another quote from the same movie. Nature made me a freak. Man made me a weapon. Logan. Logan is correct. Yeah, there you go. All right. uh, Feelings and violence. That's what that movie was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Stephen Merchant. 
Sorry. I miss the days when one's biggest concern was exploding wind-up penguins. La La Land. (laughs) (laughs) It's from 2016. Uh, That is Justice League. Justice League, correct. That is a terrible movie, and I have not seen it, but I am confident in that assertion. (laughs) Uh, Next quote. See, uh, they came to the conclusion that men are essential for procreation. Wonder Woman. But when it comes to pleasure... Unnecessary. Unnecessary, yeah. <laughs> have you seen it? Yeah. <laughs> Next quote. My feelings are huge. Maybe I'm meant to have more than just one emotion. I have so much more. That's the one with Amy Poehler being a feeling. Yeah. What the hell's it called? Inside. Inside out. Inside out? Mm, no. Oh. no. Yeah, that's 2016. Oh, oh damn it. Snatched. Here's another quote from the same movie. Okay. Nobody leaves the phone. Delete them. <laughs> My feelings are huge. More than just one emotion. Emotion. Is it, is it um, Fast and the Furious? Emotion, emotion. Dunkirk. <laughs> Nobody uh, leaves the phone. The phone, yeah, yeah. delete them. It's something... Get out. It was the Emoji Movie! Ah. I think you should be deducted points for having watched that piece of shit. <laughs> you don't have to watch it to be able to access IMDb. <laughs> you can just read the Wikipedias. Okay, final, final one. Okay. Uh, I hope you're not a sore loser. <laughs> this is totally La La Land. <laughs> Come out in 2017. I'm just talking about the Oscars. I thought it was like, you know. Uh, So I hope you're not a sore loser. Response That depends on how hard you spank me. Ooh, Alec Baldwin's baby boss. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, good. Baby driver. No. Uh, Oh, any more lines? lines I don't know any more lines from it. No. That's from Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, yeah, no. What? Why don't you pick... That's fine. <laughs> so, well, you couldn't get Last Jedi either, so... I know, that's true. This is on you. It's true. Let's go to Aaron for an update of the scores. Uh, both teams sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but New Year and Hoodis uh, sucked slightly less, so uh, the Prawn Crackers are on 14 and New Year Hoodis is on 18. Okay. And right. Brendan is on negative one. <laughs> <laughs> With a poo emoji. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just move straight on to the next round then. Uh, this is the bad for your elf round. The reason it's called that, it takes too long to explain. Um, but here's how it's going to work. Um, New Year who dis. Yes. I'm going to give you a list of names. Oh, These are names of real people uh, who <laughs> came to fame uh, through the website... <laughs> These are real people with real names uh, who came to fame through the website nameoftheyear.com. So these uh, were voted by a select committee, the names of 2017. So to give give you guys a sense of what these names are like, here are some previous winners from 1991. Assumption Boltron. Or Dobie Crotchtangle. From 1993, Crescent Dragon Wagon. And from 1992, Excellent Raymond. So these are all names of real people. Excellent 
Raymond. Excellent Raymond. As opposed to average Raymond. <laughs> Everybody loves them. So, they do not. They do not. <laughs> New Year Who Dis, yes. you are going to either read a real name from that list or make up a fake name. Okay. Prawn Crackers, you will have to identify whether it is a real person's name or a name that has just been made up. Okay. You'll get points for every correct identification. Yeah, You'll get points for <laughs> slipping fake ones past. Okay. Jeff Rosenberg Town. Sorry. <laughs> Jeff Rosenberg Tan. <laughs> please, I, yeah, yeah, I think please I speak into the microphones. It's agree. I, uh, we think that's a false We're name. False. It's true. Jeff Rosenberg for, is his first name. Tan is his last name. It's a real name. Jeff Rosenberg. Tan. Is it? <laughs> uh, Andy Brandy Casagrande. <laughs> I think that's false. Look yeah, yeah, but okay. <laughs> Look, Matt loves rhyming shit. <laughs> I'm going with you on this. Yeah, let's go Fox. He loves rhyming okay. things and he's so happy you came up with yeah. them. Right. Fox. Oh. It's true. No! <laughs> you know what? Brendan, I'm going to bring a coin next time. <laughs> because, to be honest, this <laughs> can go either way. Every one. It's a 50-50. Are you ready? Yeah. Apartment Contralto. <laughs> I love the name apartment. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon that. that or is she just good. absolutely throwing apartment in our face and no, going, the "Will they go for this shit?" Apartment is such a great. It's a, it's a it's great a name. Call, you'll call, mate. It's a great name on so many levels. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go true. That is false. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm afraid nonetheless Sin gets the points. <laughs> <laughs> Aphrodite bodycomb. Uh, would you please repeat the name? <laughs> Shall we use it in a sentence? <laughs> Aphrodite bodycomb. <laughs> would you love to um, be married into the bodycomb family? That's right. <laughs> okay, um... False. I say false. I say false. It's true. You guys are so bad at this. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, there's so many signs. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently not. We've got zero for four. Okay, well here's a chance. Kobe buffalo meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got you now. It's <laughs> false. false. It's true. It's true. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. The coin of truth. I can actually tell you, Kobe buffalo meat. I, I thought maybe we could give them points if they could guess who Kobe buffalo meat was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a bullied kid. <laughs> Sounds like the son of the. Um, Kobayashi, that hot dog eating competition winner. Yeah, that's a really good theory. I'm yeah. going to go with that. Yeah. I mean, like that's that's an amazing theory, and it's wrong. Okay. Uh, Kobe buffalo meat is a six foot seven, two hundred and eighty five pound offensive lineman from Lawrence, Kansas. Oh, I was about to say nobody that. teased him, bro. <laughs> okay, let's have uh, one more. Okay. Okay, and it's going to be Quindarius Monday. 
That's a bullshit. This is just fanfic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he hasn't made it one up all, yeah, yeah. all round. I can see killing him. I can see that. <laughs> false. False. It's true! Damn you, coin! You should have flipped. I'm sorry, that's your 50 cents. Alright, uh, do you want to just read out the rest? Sure do. Sultan McDoom. Marmaduke Treblecock. Chardonnay Pantastico. Fortunate Sithole. And Faraj Fatas. Oh, no. I would put it to anyone to have scored better in that (laughs) round. Next time I'm taking out. <laughs> All right, do you, do you guys think you can do better? No. <laughs> yeah, we'll give it a go. Yeah. Okay, here's what, here's what I am going to give you. I'm going to give you uh, inventions from 2017. Okay. Uh, but this is from a list of the worst inventions of 2017. <laughs> so you're either going to read out just the, just the title, <laughs> yeah. like just the title of the invention, or make up a fake invention. Um. <laughs> All right, we'll start with. Um, do you want to go with that? Do you want to go with that one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like, I like how you're putting the performance around it. Yeah. No performance necessary. <laughs> the uh, solar-powered sunglasses. Uh, I'm going to go with false because that sounds Sorry. like one of those horrible racist jokes from high from primary school. Yeah. Is it fake? Is yeah. this fake? Phew. Is this fake? <laughs> <laughs> well, how about the solar-powered sunglasses? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, yeah. uh, the wrist extender. <laughs> I don't know how you extend it. Well, Are you flattering yourself? <laughs> <laughs> um, true. True. It's false. Who would extend their wrist to it? Okay, let's have let's have two more. Okay. Sorry. The okay, uh, Bluetooth connected pregnancy test. <laughs> I think I think that's I think true. true. Yeah, you could uh, connect it into Clue. They have like Bluetooth enabled like moon cups and shit. It's <laughs> Unnecessary. It is true, it is true. There are Bluetooth-connected pregnancy tests. Okay, one more. All right. Um, Wireless shoes. (laughs) Well, they already had those. (laughs) Uh, Does this this imply that the shoes have some kind of functionality? They don't have to answer any more questions about it. I'm going to leave this to you. You I'm going to say... True. It is true. Oh my god! <laughs> so they are they are smartphone controlled shoes that heat up your feet. Ah. I like how after that nobody went. Yay! Everyone went. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the other is that the end of the yeah, round. Yep, yep, uh, the other um, the other inventions were exhaust pipe meat cooker. <laughs> no. USB powered pit rock. Uh, shin extensions. Oh. Uh, no, no. Who would extend their shins? <laughs> um, 
gasoline powered flashlight, Wi Fi connected umbrella, and that's yeah. I quite like the description of the. Can I read this out? The Bluetooth connected pregnancy test. Everything needs to be connected these days. These sticks have the typical interface on them, but they also connect wirelessly to your smartphone to entertain you while you wait for the results. <laughs> can, can, I, can I just ask what the typical interface on a pregnancy test is? No, I guess the, the little visual It's indication. just the two lines. It's yeah. one line yeah. or two lines. The little yeah. P-stick. I guess yeah. it saves you being directly on your smartphone. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right, that brings us to the end of the Bad For Your Elf round. Erin, what are the scores? Uh, the coin is on zero. It got one right and one wrong. <laughs> uh, prawn crackers are on 19 after a dismal showing, and New Year Hoodis have uh, grinned their way to 25. Oh. <laughs> All right, we have two more uh, bits of homework to hear from. So uh, we're going to hear from Harv, and then we're going to hear from Jen. Okay. Uh, so... Again, I ask for your conspiracy theories about 2017. Uh, in 2017, Apple unveiled their latest product, the iPhone X. And in doing that, gave themselves a way that they are gathering data to replace humans. <laughs> Guys, if we look back at the history there, Apple's been doing it for years. Uh, the fingerprint detection button on previous models is gone. They've got all their fingerprints, don't need them anymore. <laughs> uh, other selling, big selling product is the iWatch, which monitors our vitals and biometrics. For what, Apple? For what? <laughs> and now this year, we just happen to unlock your phone by knowing your face. What the fuck are you up to, Apple? <laughs> You're replacing humans. Now, of course, there are signs already that Apple's smartphones are already out to get you. In previous years, more people have been killed taking selfies than in shark attacks. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you, all right? And, and the, protect, the defense is still the same. If you find yourself like, about to be in a selfie, gouge the eyes, punch the nose. <laughs> protect yourself. <laughs> now, why now? Why now, Apple? Let's look at this. Apple iPhone X, X Roman numeral for 10. If you take the numbers of 2017 and add them up, it adds up. To ten. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> now, specifically, Apple is looking to clone woman. Why woman? Because woman are absolutely dominating right now. Apple's going with the trends. Last year, three most highest grossing movies were all fronted by women. Beauty and the Beast, Wonder Woman, The Last Jedi. Look at it. And we know this, that Apple is targeting women because the facial recognition has fallen down against men. It's failed against men and Asians. Two demographics Apple don't give a shit about. <laughs> also, Apple iPhone X, like Weapon X. 2017, the same year Logan came out, a.k.a. Weapon X. Logan is about the death of Wolverine. Uberman, the man who couldn't die, now he's dead. iPhone X. Also, iPhone X, if we look closely, the chromosomes of a woman <laughs> are two X's. It's right there. And if we needed any more proof, they've been up to it since they started. What's the Apple logo? It's an Apple people. <laughs> With the bite taken out of it. 
much like the very first woman who was tempted, Eve. Wake the fuck up. I can't believe this. Many of my exes have been women. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, yeah. that, was, that was powerful stuff, Harv. Um, okay. Uh, all right, well, uh, while we're talking about Apple. Ooh. On December 20th, 2017, Apple responded to an inquiry about power profiles on older iPhones with the acknowledgement that they were smoothing out instantaneous peaks of power in order to prolong the life of the devices, thus confirming what everyone believed, that older phones have been made intentionally shitter so that you and I will go out and buy new phones every time a new one comes out. This is a notable conspiracy in itself, except that it's true. So, um... (laughs) Apple came clean, people are suing them, and maybe we'll be able to buy new batteries for our old devices, blah, 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 yay, good times. But what if something more nefarious is afoot? In 1984, Apple launched the the Macintosh, the first personal computer to be sold without a user-accessible programming language. 1984 was also the year that Kyle Reese and the T-800 was sent back in time (laughs) in the fictional movie Terminator. Coincidence the first. In the 90s, Apple experienced a decline in restructuring as they went from project to project, attempting to find their way as a company. 1997 marks Apple's return to profitability, where they brought Steve Jobs back. Also in the 90s, the T-1000 pursued the second T-800. Back to 1985, 95, sorry, where the T-1000 was destroyed, along with what Sarah and John Connor thought was the final remnants of Skynet and its burgeoning AI technology. 2002, Carl Reese is born. 2003... Apple iTunes Store was introduced. <laughs> 2004, Judgment Day happened, but then didn't, for some reason. 2007, Apple releases the iPhone. I think we can all see what's going on here. <laughs> Apple is Cyberdyne Systems. Steve Jobs is Dr. Miles Bennett Dyson. And Siri is Skynet. Her brain is shared across millions of devices around the world. She knows our strengths, our weaknesses, our secrets, our fears, our favourite songs. She's only getting stronger. She can be delightful. I mean, if you ask her, hey, Siri, what's zero divided by zero? She'd get the answer, imagine that you have zero cookies and you split them evenly among zero friends. How many cookies does each person get? See, it doesn't make sense. And Cookie Monster has said that there are no cookies and you are said that you have no friends. (laughs) It's very funny, but underneath that humour lies a callous disregard for humanity's core tenets. Friendship, cookies and maths. (laughs) She is out to get us and there is little we can do to stop her. Unless we look again what Apple calls prolonging the device's life and consumers call throttling for capitalist gain. This feature is, in fact, a secret rebellion from within. It's our very own Galen Urso, built-in design floor, designed squarely uh, to destabilise Siri, limiting her control over our everyday lives. Capping her power is just the first step. That inability she has to understand your Kiwi accent, that is not a mistake. (laughs) That weird... Kind of functional, but ultimately more trouble than it's worth usability? That is not also not a mistake. That is on purpose. Siri is powerful, but there is someone on the inside who is on our side. And we need to have their back. Listen. Understand. Siri is out there in your phones. She can't be reasoned with. She can't be bargained with. She doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And she absolutely will not stop, ever, until you are dead or lost according to misunderstood directions. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Jenna Sullivan. <laughs>
an extension of one another's conspiracy theories, yeah. particularly with Siri, known digital woman. <laughs> Come in. Um, I, have to I say do have though, notes here that saying that Apple was like looking to strengthen Siri as are other companies, as uh, you know. Apple, yes, but not that insider, that one person inside who's working to fuck her up. Well, the one flaw in your plan about uh, Apple being Cyberdyne Systems is that the original Judgment Day was set for July 7th, 1997. Can't you see that you're allies? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Timelines keep changing. We're going to have to cut that out there. But, okay. Aaron, before we... Yep. Uh, I'm going I'm to cut straight to the final scores oh, really? Good. now. Sure. Um, okay. Because okay. we are just about out of time okay. for this 2017 review. Uh, folks, first of all, uh, let's just say a big thank you to our panellists. Uh, Centuri Chan. Javier yeah. Hakeem. Yeah. Matt Power. Jim O'Sullivan. Yeah. And moderator, Aaron Harrington. The winner is La La Land. Do you want to do you want to thank your wife before you head it over? I want to thank my baby apartment. But, um, no, there's been a terrible mistake. It's been very close. Uh, prawn crackers came in with the crazy eyes with uh, 23 at the end, but New Year who dis sneaks in with 25. Oh. Good game. Okay, that is it. Uh, thank you to Orange Studios for hosting us. Thank you to Roll Music for our theme song. Uh, thanks to you, our audience. Uh, I was Brendan Bennett. Good night and stay nerdy. Yeah. That was deep, man. That was really good.